0: podcasting from astrolab studios this is continuum drag a weekly podcast where we revisit sci-fi fantasy and just plain weird shows that have faded from the collective consciousness and didn't quite make the impact that they intended this week space above and beyond episodes 10 and 11 let them go before i lose all of you they're still alive they are dead you said so in your own voice you're saying that Delta. This is Zulu Niner Bravo. Over. We got a real situation here. Requesting suppression fire and extraction from direction 2.7 clicks north-northwest of Bullseye. They're all dead. Everyone. The 58th, the 61st.
1: Everyone's dead. I'm the only one. This not true! <laughs>
0: Welcome to Continuum Drag, the podcast that is filled with the Christmas spirit in October. I'm Luke, here with my co-host Jordan, and this week we're joined by our returning guest Courtney, who brought us pancakes in honor of Ray Butts.
2: Yeah, well, I love everyone loves Ray Butts.
1: I haven't even seen the episode, but it made me laugh on the podcast, so I figured I'd have to bring something in. They were it, good
2: pancakes. It's, it's getting a good precedence that anytime someone comes on, they bring us uh, sweet confectionaries.
0: Bring us a gift yeah. Bring <laughs> us a gift Yeah, exactly That's how important this podcast mm. is Well, it's because we're not making any money So we need free food Bribe well, free, your way on
1: Free food is always a good thing
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I didn't say no And I ate it immediately
1: I mean, it's $5 when I leave But, you know, you can give it to me later You're good for it
0: <laughs> Courtney charges $5 uh, to be on a podcast <laughs> She's got a good agent Yeah, pretty good <laughs> Yeah <laughs> All right, Courtney. Last time you were here, I didn't ask you, but what's your like history with TV sci-fi? Is this like a genre you're a fan of? Uh
1: no, uh, not not not. I wouldn't say a history of it. I think I started listening to, or listening, watching uh, sci-fi later in life. Probably, I think with Netflix, things like that. You know, I was able to explore some shows that I was hurt I'd heard about, but hadn't really watched when I was growing up. X Files was probably the only thing remotely sci-fi that even counts. I don't know, but uh, I was a big fan of that show. Uh, but yeah, like I never watched any Star Trek. I barely watched Star Wars. I, I hadn't seen Star Wars until I was in university. Like we did not watch sci-fi in my house. Hmm. Yeah.
0: So I take it you had never heard of Space from Beyond before.
1: Uh yeah, that's a hard no. <laughs> hard, oh. no. hard
0: no. a <laughs> burn on Morgan and Wang. Sorry, Wong. Oh, no.
2: Oh, no. (laughs) I'm sorry. I did it again. I did it again. I called. I have the wrong one. I don't know why
0: it's so difficult.
1: It's because it was pointed out to you now.
0: It's probably that tumor in your brain. (laughs) Yeah. Oh (laughs) well. Yeah. Um, Courtney, since you didn't watch it, what were you doing in December of 95 if you weren't watching this show?
1: Oh, you know what? I knew that this was going to be a question and I actually got distracted and didn't look up how old I was. So 95, that's
2: 30. You're 30. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. can you imagine
1: oh my god uh 95 i was
2: 17 how old are you
1: i'm 39 now
2: 14 14 I, c- I can't Se- remember 17?
1: 17 17 I, I, oh, yeah. I was right the first time nice yeah 17 so i was in grade 12 still in high school i don't know nothing too exciting i was in cyber arts if i was in grade 12
0: did you go to any cool parties
1: cool parties always A little you know. spin the bottle oh nothing that cool I don't seven minutes in heaven i have only seen that in movies
0: Seven in Heaven?
2: Yeah, it's not a even real spin
1: thing. the bottle. I think we were just. Like,
2: I, I wouldn't know. I don't think I went to one party in high school, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. I don't think I went to one. <laughs> no, I went to parties. There's a, we had a lot, lot of, of sci fi to watch.
1: I don't think I drank in grade 12, though. So I was like the DD. I would drive everyone around, pick people up. My pager.
0: You're a good friend. You had a pager.
1: I did have a pager. Yeah. Wonderful. It's <laughs> pretty cool. I wasn't a drug dealer either.
0: All right. Well, let's get into these episodes. So here is the summary. For episode 10, Stay with the Dead. After a dangerous mission, is Nathan West the only survivor of the 58th? Severely injured, he's returned to the Saratoga in complete shock. But was he really the only survivor? Traumatized, he tries to make sense of it and find out the truth. That IMDb summary was courtesy of Keith is me. Yeah.
2: Keith. Yes, Keith is it's me. Key, it's Keith or Sutherland, gotta oh, be. Oh,
1: maybe. Yeah. Um, and Super let me fan. let me just
2: mention right off the bat, and we talked about this a little bit off the air. I was very tired this week and in a, a perpetual grumpy state. So watching these episodes, take everything I say with a grain of salt because I hated them. And I don't know. We go through it. Maybe they're better than I thought, but I just was like, I gotta watch this stupid thing, and, get, and it was like no, there's West's stupid face. So that was kind of how I feel about these going ahead. So again. Just know that rough week, rough reviews. You know,
1: I will say that I thought I was in for like a bit of a really exciting two episodes after yeah, listening to not. the podcast, and you guys were giving eights out like they were candy. Like I had never heard those high scores before. I was super excited, but I was like, "What the fuck is happening? Sorry, like, I don't know if I'm supposed to swear. Um, like what is happening? And what like the the first that first episode? This one was like so boring. It was so boring. I, Hardly I, I don't, any of the cast was there. I, agree with you. I didn't really know what was happening. I was like, did I miss a big episode let's, last let's, week?
2: Let's get together and gang up on this episode because it sucked. What do you think, Luke? All
0: right, all right, everyone. <laughs> we haven't even started.
2: Okay, simmer sorry,
1: down, sorry,
0: simmer sorry, down, sorry. he says. Sorry, sorry. Dad's in the room. All right. Put away the power tools. So the show opens on what almost looked like it's gonna be a medical drama. Because the Saratoga yeah. Medical Corps is out and uh, an injured fleet is coming in. Is, yeah, it's, is it's, that
1: new for this? Like, yeah. Because I liked the medical equipment. I actually wrote a note. I'm like, oh, this stuff's kind of cool Yeah, looking. it started
0: almost like an episode of MASH. Oh, yeah, but MASH yeah. it was not. <laughs> it would have been nice had it just been about the doctors. I agree. But essentially, West comes in. He's injured. There's a lot of dead people with him. They pull out this cool little mobile X-ray device and they, they scan up his body and they end up on his head. And he's got a piece of shrapnel, like, in his brain? Is that what it was? I, I was couldn't just,
1: figure out what that was either. I just thought it was, is that established? No. I just I
2: just assumed that within the x rays of his head, there'd be nothing in there. Am I right? <laughs> nice. I, I thought maybe the shrapnel had always been there. Right. It was unrelated. Like, oh, geez, he's been walking around with this in his head the whole time? He's hitting the exact part of his brain that makes him only ever talk about his ex-girlfriend.
0: <laughs> Are they exes? Do they break
1: up? Well, she died. Not really. Well,
2: we don't. I mean, the only instance he's had of her is a goo version of her, right? So, I mean, I think she's gone at this point.
0: He was into it for a bit. Yeah, gross. (laughs) He's injured. They take him up to the ICU. They hook him up to an IV of green apple Gatorade. I guess it's a big green. Bag. I also had a
1: note on that. Didn't make any sense. It's just an energy
0: drink in the future makes you better well yeah.
1: i was wondering like again i was like i couldn't remember who was who and i don't think i had figured out it was west yet and i was like is this like one of those in vitros? do they have green blood like is it blood like i didn't i didn't know so fair enough but it wasn't that
0: it so. was is a fun sci-fi future medical thing yeah, yeah. it's just one of those like, it's the futures they use green goo <laughs> yeah why not and we're informed that the rest of the 58th is dead Imagine if that was true. Imagine if this episode started and they're like, everyone else is dead. Just West is Um, alive.
1: Imagine me going, what happened last week? What did I not see? Did this happen? And then, like, you know, knowing how television works, I I caught on pretty quickly that this is going to be a flashback. Yeah, I thought the same.
2: I was just like, "Uh, they're all not dead. Let's just get to it. They're not dead. Stop trying to tease me boring
0: this is this is their second flashback style episode i think it's only the second one where they tell the story kind of in two timelines that's right the fear episode which also sucked (gasps) um and then they were trying it again here i think to a slightly better effect in this episode i think they they got it a little better i disagree jordan is very grouchy (laughs) yeah i'm grouchy i'm not even grouchy. i just this episode sucked
2: (laughs) and just get ready get ready because it sucks Right? Don't you agree with me, Courtney? Well, Courtney have, agrees with me. I have a lot of questions. Oh, good. That. She's got questions. I have anger and Luke has only, only
0: love and wisdom. <laughs> yeah. I've got a fun game for you right now, Courtney, because oh, no. they go to a funeral for the 58th. Now, oh, where a priest is reading off the names of everyone who died in the 58th on this planet West Bazon. Now, some of the names are of regular cast, and some of the names. Our brand new characters they just made up for the episode. I'm going to read them off. And you've been listening, so you might be able to get them all. But I want to see if you can figure out who is a real character. Are they the real names
1: or their code names?
0: The the character names they read at the funeral. Okay. There was Dampos, Wang.
1: Wang's character.
0: Churchill, Powell, Hawks.
1: Hawks is a character.
0: Lyndon, Vanson.
1: Vanson's a character.
0: Tell and Changowitz.
1: That one? Maybe? That's a, that's a guess.
0: All right. Wang, Hawks, Vanson, Changowitz. Those are Courtney's four. So close. You're very close. not right? Changowitz isn't right. Sounds it's, made up. It's Dampus was the Dampoos? other one you missed.
1: What's the first name of Dampus? That's a good question.
0: I can't remember. It's like Cindy or Susie or Oh, is it the Jenny? other lady? Yeah, it's the other lady. Yeah. There's
1: uh, three ladies, I guess, but there's I, uh, three ladies, right? no
0: there's only two there's only two that that might explain
1: why one of my notes is these two white ladies look exactly the same same person
0: oh that's a surprise for the next episode but it is true both of these episodes for maybe not the first time maybe the second time they filled out the squad with a bunch of one-off actors it was very funny since you were coming out i'm like there's a lot of new characters here None of the matter, yeah. but it's going to make it real hard to tell who's important, well,
1: especially at the beginning of this episode specifically, because they're all in like the muck on the planet and they're all covered up. So they don't. And I can't see their names. And I was like, what is happening? Like, I had a feeling that they were the 58, but I didn't. I couldn't figure out who everyone was.
2: Vanessa is her name, by the way. I just looked oh, it
0: up. Right. Vanessa Damp House. So. How I'm going to get into this episode is I'm going to go through sort of the storyline of West on the ship and then we'll come back and find out what happened so I don't jump back and forth Mm -hmm. between the flashbacks too much. But after this funeral, West is pretty sure that 58th is still alive, but he can't quite remember how. Um, But McQueen reassures him that they've recovered their bodies and they even have audio of West calling into the Saratoga to say, everybody's dead. Yeah. So we're kind of left with this mystery that's perhaps not much of a mystery based on the look I'm getting from Jordan. Uh, I knew they were all
2: alive. So it was just like, what, what I kept thinking this episode was going to be was that it's all a trick
0: from the chigs, but it's not. No. One thing he does remember, though, is, and he keeps saying this phrase over and over, which is the title of the episode, stay with the dead, mm-hmm. which is kind of going to be our only clue as to what happened. But the docs think West has PTSD. And uh, in the future, there's a way to cure that.
1: Well, I think he actually has PTSD. I don't think he...
0: That's true. He I, does actually have PTSD. I,
1: I think he's been through some stuff, you know? Like, I think he's allowed to be freaking out, but... No, you're right. I, how they're yeah. going to treat him is, yes, maybe...
2: He's acting a little hard out in this episode.
1: Is he? I don't know. You don't
2: think so? Well, he's, he's all he's like, He's something. like, no, and yes. He's not like much constantly. of a leading <laughs> man, though,
1: eh? Like, he's not... His face is, like... Give me any of those other guys, man. Anyone else on that episode would have been
2: the hate for West on this podcast is so but thick. But like
1: I was shocked. I was expecting a better looking, like like just like Android y kinda like insert basic white guy something. Man. But he's not what I was expecting. Well Weasley.
0: E- Everyone seems to agree. He no offense to that actor, but he was an odd choice to be our like romantic lead. Yeah. Okay, getting back to his PTSD. Mm-hmm. did you catch how they cure that in the future? No, what was it? Shock therapy. Oh, that's right. It was shock. You're right. Yeah, it's yeah. shock yeah. therapy, right? It's electroconvulsive therapy yeah. with a fiber optic laser scalpel. But yeah, it sounds like it's they're a fun It's a new,
2: fun little new twist they put on the future.
0: Yeah. It sounds like they're basically going to lobotomize him because they're going to scrape out his long-term yeah. memory. Which
1: is why I, I guess that like, McQueen luckily is like, oh, maybe let's not jump to that.
0: I like that the doctor tells McQueen. He's just like, "We've come a long way since the 20th century. Now we just go into the brain and scrape it up." Oh. Yeah. Well,
1: they've they they've they've cut, they out, they've ex- cut out the middleman. They had a couple good exchanges man. actually. I couldn't quite figure out even into the second episode what McQueen's relationship was with them because he's like kind of like their boss, but is never with them on any of their missions. So that took me a half second. To Someone's gonna stay at the bridge. Yeah, this is where I don't know. It's how a male. Yeah,
0: uh, he's a commanding officer. I guess he doesn't go with them. He doesn't go. I don't. He, he I don't know why. Them. I don't know why. It's like either. their
1: dad. Yeah. Okay.
0: That's what the military is like. Everyone gets a dad. And, uh, this is, <laughs> he's more like he's like the stepdad.
1: And also, what is with marines in space? Like, why are they in space? Why are they marines? Like, so obviously marines.
0: I don't understand your problem.
1: <laughs> is that established establish another sci-fi? Like, why are marines like? I don't know. What
0: do you think a marine is?
1: I don't know. I don't feel like they shouldn't be in space. I feel like it's separate. Like are, are army ma- people. Like I'm like, like with the with the with the full dress and everything. Like they're gonna have that on the ship with them. I don't know. It seems weird. It feels like too much of a cross. Maybe that's just. But is like, it because
2: you mean like like who? navies in the ocean? Yeah. And armies on the ground.
0: What are the marines? What's well, their specialty? The marines? Yeah. Are they also in a boat. Well, pilots. They're pilots. They're pilots. They're
1: not pilots, are they? No, that's the air force.
0: Well, technically. They are in some sort of air force. Yeah. Are they
1: part of the air force?
0: I mean, it's hard to say in this episode. And this came up someone was complaining online that, yeah, they train to be pilots, but they seem to just like do any role as the episode requires. And some like military uh, enthusiast online was saying they really aren't sticking to their role. Mm-hmm. So but, but
2: I, none of us are military historians, so I don't no, I don't know what the role the future, of anyone is. So
1: it could change absolutely, and they're well trained and all that. But I just I just thought it was weird, like a costume choice. I don't know. I, I thought will, it was odd.
0: I'll tell you this in general about science fiction military. Typically, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jordan, but it seems like the Navy takes over the Space Force usually. At least in Star Trek, it was essentially a
2: Navy, right? Star Trek think, well because they use like naval terms for for their rankings and everything.
0: I think in general that is how science fiction looks at space travels. They consider it to be kind of the domain of the navy, and then you'll have like the army on there to do ground missions and you'll have the air force there to sort of fly of off of so the south, carriers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so Okay. Yeah. I,
1: it doesn't matter. Okay. I understand. No, no, that's no, no, fine. I get
0: it. Uh, there's no real answer. I don't know. It's just a it trope was established, of the genre. I didn't
1: know if it was a trope or if it was a stat, like a, a thing for this show. No, it's more of a trope of it. the genre. I okay. think. That shows you how much I know about the genre.
0: Well, good, good question. I, I hadn't considered it. I'm just so used to science fiction being like, yeah, that's how it works. Well, it's just yeah, even I, like
1: because it's just even like the I know how important like the the dress like the special like in the funeral episode like scene and stuff they're all like wearing like they're fine well i think it's things. weird that they
2: clearly only have so much space on the ship why would you even bring those fancy outfits there's no room for those in the closet
1: yeah <laughs> well the the saratoga is yes. like the battleship like the the carrier yeah yep. that's the bigger mm-hmm. okay there's some other stuff that'll be in the Christmas that's episode. the big
2: ship and they have the, um, the the whatever they call their hammerheads, the hammerheads. Yeah, right. They fly off of yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah. where they're stored. Yeah. And
1: that's where the 58 you took to go yeah. to the static planet.
2: But yeah, but the weird thing about this is and Luke, maybe you remember better than me. Is this is at least the second or third time the overall mission that's kind of like just in the back, like the reason they're the episode is happening? It's they're evacuating someone else.
0: That's happened at least two, three times, right? It is certainly the, another episode where they're going to go to a rescue or a resupply or something.
1: Because they're looking to get 61 off that planet and then they realize that they're dead.
0: That's I mean, that's the basic mission when they go to the thing uh, getting Briefly back to mm-hmm. West in the hospital, Of course, sorry. we're kind of learning they want to do some surgery on him So they can get the PSD out of his brain if that's how that works. I guess that's a that's a great. I love that it Sounds like a great song get the PTSD out of my brain. It's good uh, This is a very small point, but uh, I was very excited because at one point uh, Well West is recuperating a janitor comes in with a big floor waxer and he sort of waxes the floor <laughs> mm-hmm. and I Really wanted to know more about that guy I would have watched an entire show about this janitor who works on this spaceship. I think that's a fascinating premise. Do you like that? I like the guy who um,
2: who was like a mechanic who just was like throwing insults at West that one episode. I want to watch an episode about that guy's life.
1: It's because he was insulting Wes more than he, what he was doing. Yeah.
2: Though. I kind of just like that. He's just like... Luke's he's just,
1: interested in the actual yeah. job behind the job. The yeah. people that keep the ship running. Jordan
0: just wants to see people he a, recognizes on TV who know, are like him. <laughs> oh, come on now. There is a whole web series
1: about... <laughs> Called Space Janitors. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's
0: true. I guess it already exists. I can go live my dream of watching it. Yep. <laughs> Getting back to West, he does escape the medical bay briefly. He goes sort of back to where the 58's bunks are, where he, he catches a guy either stealing their stuff or packing it up because they're dead. He kind of has a bit of a breakdown, and McQueen really knows he needs to have this lobotomy now. Yeah. So they drag him back to the med bay and they shave his head and put him into a pod full of goo. I like that part. That was good.
1: Okay. so again, You didn't like it, Courtney? No, no. I did like it. <laughs> is that established? Is that a new thing? This is all, all new. So I was like wondering again about like that. You got when you were talking about the in vitros and they're like in water or something. I was like, is that like is it going back? And at one point, I actually, this happened sort of between um, the flashbacks. I was like, oh my God, was he taken by one of the chicks is he like being like experimented by these aliens he looked
2: like he was going to the world what was the uh what was the other world in uh the matrix that's what it looked like was there another name for the world in the matrix Not the whatever. real world the real oh, yeah okay the real world no that's an mtv show <laughs> oh thanks courtney
0: that was a bad joke but i'm glad i got a <laughs> laugh out of it it was bad <laughs> you make a good point though courtney because yeah that
1: it was jarring and i mean Again, I'm feeling a little bit like not to bring a harsh realm on on this podcast, but oh, um, I just had a shudder. Harsh realm, but um, you know how I didn't get to see uh, Santiago at all in the two episodes I watched? I didn't get to see any Chigs in in either of these either. Like, I think there was a little bit of I didn't, but I, cu- I couldn't tell because they're wearing like their armors, so it, I wasn't sure what was happening.
0: You saw all the Chig we've ever seen,
1: really? Because there's a lot of pictures on the internet, so I was like, oh, maybe.
0: We've mentioned this a bit
2: before, and I think it was actually maybe the last episode or the previous, where the Chigs are sort of, they occasionally show up. You'll see bits of them, mm-hmm. but whether it's just a, a design thing, they don't want us, don't want you to see it. I, I think the idea is more they're, they're this kind of sort of unseen foe mm-hmm. a little bit, Yeah, but it might even just be that the costumes kind of look a little silly sometimes in lighting and things, but we've seen them very little, okay. a few episodes. Because
1: they're talked about obviously a lot, and I yeah. was like, so I didn't know. Like I was like, oh, maybe he's been abducted maybe this is why this is all in his head i I I really wasn't sure that's a
0: possibility the episode lays out like you don't know what's happened i mean you know instinctually the rest of his squad isn't dead but why and how yeah so it does make sense that maybe he's in a facility being worked on by shigs
1: but then all of a sudden after that blue thing like he's sort of back in just regular surgery. So I don't really know what that blue stuff was doing.
0: That is a great question. Because like, yes, they lay him in a bed of like goo. It looks like, you know, they might do something to him in there. And when they cut to the next scene, he's now just in a regular surgery bed.
1: But he's like, la- but he had that cool visor. Yeah. I thought it was like, like That I just was the assumed- coolest thing I've ever seen. Like it was like how he, they're putting him to like, it's this is anesthetic or whatever. And
2: I-, I assumed it was some sort of just prep for surgery but yeah it is weird because you thought oh this is gonna be a modern surgery of putting someone in goo but no it's it's just it just looked cool yeah oh yeah it's just
1: preparation but the the way they were putting like they were dripping the blue on his arm or his leg and then then they go back and then he's in the blue goo and i was like what is this
2: i bet he'd be cleaning that goo off himself like forever like the next time he showered he was like oh there's still goo on But maybe
1: that like was a way to get off all the space germs i don't who knows right
2: i hate space germs luke how do you feel about space germs
0: Oh, they make you stronger.
2: See, I knew it. I knew he'd be the opposite of me.
0: You're such an anti-space uh, germs. You won't let any of your children
2: get space germs. No, I, you know what? That's that's what these uh, these people with all these, uh, what do you call them, the
0: injections? Vaccinations. Vaccinations. <laughs> that's, what, that's, that's what they're trying to, anyways, You're, forget it. Yeah, let's
1: not get into anti-vaxxers.
0: That's, that's for later.
1: Is this where it goes into, like that big, one of the best scenes is probably, I think, when McQueen and him are talking. When he's going under and he's trying to
0: exactly, he's trying to as he's about to be put under to have this surgery that is going to scrape out the, his long term memory and he's going to forget about the fifty eighth. They ha- he's trying to convince McQueen.
1: I really liked that part actually. Like that was good. I mean, I we haven't talked about my love of this actor that plays McQueen. Was that right? Yeah, I was. I sh- I was shocked when I looked him up. I realized I really only like he's been in a ton of stuff and I'm sure I've seen him in like one episode here and there. But he played Bill Buchanan on uh 24 and I was a huge 24 fan. So I was like, oh, this guy. This is so fun. But I really liked him. So I was I was excited. But they don't use him 100% well all the time.
0: He's a great actor. He, he brings a lot to that role. Yeah.
1: Like it, it was like it actually felt like even when you have to talk to Wes being at Wes, like he's actually having these like really quite hard conversations and like i didn't i knew a little bit because you guys had talked about it like how he had had another squad that had you know been lost and like i just feel like this it's definitely a reoccurring theme with this guy so he's just like i don't want to lose you too so let's try to do this kind of thing and he's like no they're not dead they're not dead
2: Courtney brings up an interesting point are they ever going to make the angry angels again because they're all gone right but like you think they'd be like hey it's the angry angels too the okay. sequel well, no, not the sequel, but I mean, like a
1: spinoff to this show.
2: No, I mean the sh- the, the actual group.
1: Oh. They don't like,
2: make. Why haven't they restaffed it? Yeah. I think
1: those they names already got the they
2: already had the jackets. They got the berets.
1: I don't. I don't think they do that. I think you. You once the. I think it's like. Uh,
0: I think I know the military very well. Thank you very much.
1: <sighs> I'm obviously an expert, so.
0: Uh, anyway. It's a good question. We've never seen them again. In this episode, they do establish all of his previous squad mates have died so mm-hmm. that is why he's so protective mm-hmm. of west
1: i liked mcqueen and i liked that he was like willing to like it was more important to him to like give it one more try and not scrape out this guy's brain so i was because at first like he goes to leave like it's quite dramatic he goes to leave and i'm like oh my god maybe this is the end of west hopefully fingers crossed no but but he was like going to leave and then he's like no no, no I, they're alive i believe him so and then they find them in three seconds. How, how,
2: how bold would it have been of this show, though, if uh, maybe not the main character, but one of the main characters just Wait. gets lobotomized? It's it. And he, he,
0: would st- he would know the difference. You would know the difference. Yeah. Nice. So it's a good part to do this. Let's rewind a little and see what actually happened on the planet and what's happened to the 58. So the mission they went on, which we sort of talked about briefly, was a rescue mission to get the 61st off of a planet and the 61st were actually there on their own rescue mission that's how dangerous this planet is you can't Mm -hmm. even go rescue someone without needing to be rescued yourself yeah so they go to a planet uh called kiris
1: seer wasn't it
0: that's the thing they pronounce it seer and then they say it's named after the greek god of violent death and when i tried to google that that name is spelled k-e-r-e-s so they they got it
1: wrong well, they a, definitely said Seer, because that's what I wrote down too.
0: I thought so too. And this happened on the Fear Planet episode. That's right. Is they had another Greek name that they mispronounced. So I don't know if maybe in the future everyone's forgotten the pronunciation.
1: Could it be like like a Greek and Roman type? It could be like some one of those things that they're slightly different names or something. It could be giving this them is, more. I don't know. Yeah, it's, I did like that they caught that joke about the they were talking about the Static Planet, and then they were like, <laughs> "Why can't we ever go to like the Chuckles Planet?"
0: Planet chuckles. No, that's like, chuckles. right.
2: Yeah, yeah. So funny. That was a good. It was that had to be uh, uh, a a chuckle, right? It was a Vanson. He's... Oh, it was a Vanson. Oh, yeah? oh wow! I, I I remember the line. I did not remember who said it though.
0: Yeah, this this planet is basically a static electricity planet. I mean, that's when we get there, they're just like there's lightning everywhere, and they're like, oh, this place is like too much static buildup. I don't. It's like I wish
1: their hair was standing up. Though. I know. There's
0: crying. a lot of missed opportunity. It's like going to a real dry hotel you drag your feet across the floor and shock somebody
1: just in a hotel
2: (laughs) i just like the idea of i just never (laughs) i've never heard i've never heard the expression dry hotel before and i know what you mean but it just is such a weird thing to like when you go to one of those dry hotels i usually check out the wet ones
0: well that's where you and i differ that's true (laughs)
2: now another another thing we differ in. you love them dry
0: up them wet weird i don't think
1: i want to go to any wet hotel rooms it's true i like my way
0: better (laughs) Uh, but it does lead to actually a uh, very weird scene, but very funny scene where someone does use the static electricity. Like he reaches across and zaps Wang in the face. Yeah, <laughs> like you funny. would to your little brother or little sister.
2: You like give him a is zap. He, is he one of the characters
0: that only exists in this episode? There's one guy with a mustache,
2: and he's just like, you're like, well, these people are never going to be seen again.
1: Yeah. Well, I thought they would at least get killed or something because that's usually what happens when they add new characters into things, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, this is Powell. I mean, I didn't
1: didn't know that they were new, though. Yeah, they're new. Who the hell are all these people?
0: It's hard to tell. I couldn't even tell if that was one of our leads or not.
1: Yeah, okay. It
0: was very darkly shot, and it was. I I assume Wang got zapped. I actually am not 100% sure. I think it
1: was him. I like Wang a lot. We'll talk about that in the next episode, though.
0: What the 58th discovers on the planet, though, is that the Chigs have taken the injured 61st and rigged them with bombs. Mm so that when they go to rescue them, they'll themselves get exploded. It, it's a dirty trick, and uh, they're they're quite offended they'd use the uh, injured in this way. And one of the guys, even they find from the 61st, he, he just wants to be put out of his misery because he's got the bomb on him. He knows he can't be saved. And everyone seems to agree that's the most merciful thing to do. It's like, the entire squad, basically, except Wes sort of talks about how it's not correct. And this becomes a running theme is like, Everyone will agree to something, but West will take the moral high ground on it. Mm -hmm. And it's a bit of an awkward stance because, I mean, his character makes sense. But to have all the other characters disregard anything they might have said in the past and just be like, no, this is good. And he's like, no, I'm the moral center. I guess
2: it is consistent, but I I, I know what you're saying. It was a weird moral high ground to be having a character take. when I I also was like, just shoot the guy.
1: It was funny because I actually wrote a note like he obviously has to always be the good guy. Right. Like much to like his detriment in a few of these places. So it was interesting. But I like, again I was like, okay, good for you. You're gonna be that jerk.
0: Well, yeah, isn't an That's- interesting thing you point out. In this episode he's definitely written because he's going to be the good guy of every scene, but in past episodes there have been episodes where he's been written to be the bad guy of every scene where he's a racist.
1: Like actually? Yeah like and that they're calling him on that yeah. or that we're in this current timeline no no, no.
0: like it's a racist against chigs oh. or not chigs uh tanks like the in vitro yeah he's been written to be intolerant of them and that'll be used as like a downplay against him and but in this episode they kind of write him to just be the moral high ground It, i guess you can have a character who's both those things but they just haven't executed very well especially in this episode it just feels like we need someone to be the good guy, so this is going to be your episode, so you are the only person who thinks these things. Mm-hmm. It kind of keeps coming up because after their transport off the planet is destroyed, Vanson comes up with a plan. They're going to gather the dead bodies to the 61st. They're going to put them in the 51st uniforms and uh, send out a help call because the Chigs are monitoring their frequencies. And when the Chigs basically hone in on their frequencies, they'll come... The dead squad will be there and they'll sort of do the old switcheroo and blow up their own bombs, kind of like reversing the chig and killing them. To which also West finds this very distasteful, mm. which it, it can is. be a little bit. But everyone makes a good point. It's like, we're not going to get off this planet alive if we don't do something extreme. I think one of the new rando characters, even he has a line here where he goes, we're all going to get spammed. <laughs> yep. No one like that. I don't. I don't remember that line. They're it's... gonna get put in a little can, like a can of meat. Oh, gross! You're rubbing your fingers together. I thought you were saying this was a this was a payoff from big spam. <laughs> yeah, payoff from big. Luke has to talk about spam at least once an episode. That's gonna she get awkward. D- so does he has a little a contract. Fan. So they kind of execute this plan. West, as a sort of form of protest, because he doesn't agree with the plan, he says he'll be the one who goes in with the dead and calls in the distress signal to draw the chigs to them kind of is his way of i guess showing solidarity to the marines who are mm-hmm. killed and who he feels are being disrespected in death and as the sort of chigs come in he goes to make a run to get away and the bombs go off and he's knocked down and he can't get across the battlefield it's at which point vanson tells him to stay with the dead this thing he remembered and the reason he knows they're still alive when he finally puts it together. So that kind of catches us up to how he was rescued, because when they came down to get them to Saratoga, the message he sent said that 58th are dead, Mm -hmm. I'm here with them. And they get there and they just find corpses in their uniforms and West. So that's kind of how we've looped this episode together. And his memory loss is the only thing keeping him from explaining it to Mm -hmm. anyone.
1: And no one had ever met anyone from the 58, so they didn't recognize that the faces didn't match the shirts. Ooh,
2: you bring up a good point. Well played. They weren't
1: blown up, like, they were just bodies. So I was like, again, I didn't know how big the ship was. It took me a second to realize that they were on a ship. Like, I mean, you're right, though.
2: Upon closer inspection, there are some holes in this.
1: It works for the Chig side and for them to get rescued. That all works. But it's just like (laughs) them shipping them off in space in their funeral is right. a little weird
0: they could have dna tested something i would ask a question though too is does it work for the Chig side are the Chigs so observant they would notice the difference between a person in a 51st uniform and a well, person in the 61st uniform
1: yeah that's fair i mean
0: you know what
2: Chigs are detail oriented so probably they probably did did you also know courtney that um their mode of currency oh
1: i knew you were gonna bring <laughs> this up is poop gross? <laughs> I hated this since day one of you talking about
0: it. <laughs> Anyways, well, we could but, ta- we could talk off there about. Yeah, it. Yeah, we'll talk after there. You know, it was a good scene we could have had in this episode. Sorry. The the scene where they uh, stripped the dead bodies and then like dressed in their clothes. Like, where was that scene? That must have taken hours.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's that'd be a weird, awkward scene. <laughs> Real uh, limbs are just flopping around. <laughs> Real weekend of <at>
0: Bernies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: that's funnier. That'd be oh, yeah, that'd be better great than this way. episode.
0: At any rate, this is. Kind of what happens because West remembers they rescue the 58th and we kind of have a scene where they come back to their dorm room. They're wondering where all their stuff went because that guy stole it. (laughs) And uh, everyone is so grateful to West and and he cries and we all feel good about him.
2: And that's it. That was that filler episode.
1: Well... No, that's not. There's a couple other things. I just questions I have before we get in. Oh yeah. If we can. So they do the other funeral now.
0: Now they have a yeah it's true the they have a second, second funeral. Second
1: funeral. So who were in those other bot those other coffins?
0: I guess a few of the 58th did die on the planet. Okay. Um, I think we saw a couple randos get shot.
1: Because they showed like a name, and I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, were we supposed to catch that? No, okay, I don't good. think so. These were. Do they uh, always shoot? Things they don't want out into space are like big litterers.
0: They Uh, are big litterers. Dead bodies. Pancakes. Pancakes.
1: I mean, that's what they shoot out. Absolutely. I think,
0: yes, I think they are big litterers. I think because they kind of make
1: a comment about it that it was not um, the best way that they could be doing a funeral by just shooting them out into space.
2: It was good enough for Spock, am I
0: right? I mean, I do remember a line where someone said, This was a special request they had. Oh, okay. And I was like, Why is this a special request? And why are you granting
2: it? Do you think they still had that little container of their uh, nail clippings? Gross. They could just throw that,
0: just throwing that out into space. But none of the people who put their nails in there would die. Oh yeah.
1: And the last note, and it shouldn't have bothered me as much, and from the beginning, when he's in his little like uh, hospital room, there's mm-hmm. flowers. They're okay. just growing flowers in space. They don't <laughs> have better things to do with their time.
2: Why not? That's a good point. I never even noticed that.
1: I noticed it right away because I was like, are we on in space? Like, I, I don't know how big the ship is, but you, like...
2: You know what's harder to believe? Who would have ever brought him flowers?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you make a uh, good point, Courtney. This is war. There's not really time war. to be like growing it was flowers.
1: It's time for pancakes and
0: flowers, man. You make well, very pan- good points. The pancakes were a special quest.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, those are cool. I'm fond of the pancakes. All right.
0: So let's move on to uh, episode 11.
1: All right. Much better episode.
0: Are you going to open yours, Coop? What's it for? It's a Christmas present. Yes, I I never told you guys this, but I kind of took off from the in vitro educational facility before they taught us stuff like this. So all I know about Christmas is that there was one day out of the year in
2: Philadelphia that everything was closed, and it was a headache. And it was lonelier
0: than usual. Coop, Christmas is the celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ. Actually, it's the continuation of the
2: Roman festival of Saturnalia. Jesus of Nazareth was born on September 15th, 7
0: BC. Nazareth and Christ. Now, who are those guys? It's one guy. All right, here's the summary for River of Stars. Disabled ship, far from searchers, no transmitter, cold and dark at Christmas, team felling lost exchange thoughts fears and gifts co sends the 1968 apollo 8 genesis message with mysterious help team does just enough to make it home that summary was courtesy of christmas well done
1: <laughs> that was like a haiku almost. that was that was a that was very
0: was... odd reading <laughs> that that's how it's written
1: yeah i, I can picture the punctuation weird. there
0: Wow. I'm sorry, what was the name of the person again? Christmas. Well done. <laughs> Exclamation oh, okay. point at the end.
1: All right. Yeah. Thank you guys for letting me do a Christmas episode.
0: Hey, it's just how it happened.
1: I love it. I mean, Halloween would have been better, but do they still do that in television as much as they used to? Like you could always... Like a Halloween
2: episode and Halloween a Christmas episode. Halloween and a
1: Christmas episode, sometimes Thanksgiving, like it just because like, it was so scheduled right like right. things came out at a certain time like then it was like you know like the big i think i think i think it's fallen off a little bit
0: yeah. not a lot i i can't remember the Depends
1: last time someone had that. I, I mean i think
0: jordan's family all gathers around the tv for every big bang christmas they do mm-hmm. yeah you and the guys from the big bang theory uh,
2: i oh i i watched the big bang yeah, theory you with the guy from the you oh with your family. family gather around that television yes, yes we do
0: to see what sheldon's up to for this we, Christmas. we do it
2: every <laughs> what night? is that show on tuesday every tuesday night i
1: love that you even I guessed it when that's on yeah do you
2: know what do you think tuesdays
1: i've never seen that show it's too much like sci-fi i can't watch it <laughs> <laughs> that's what nerds about, right?
0: with a beautiful woman that's science fiction <laughs> nice <laughs> nicely, nicely done <laughs> all right the episode opens up on an interesting trope actually it's, it's all documentary footage of world war one and uh wang narrates that famous christmas story from world war one of the troops laying down their arms and having christmas together it's definitely a bit of a cheesy opening, but I, I kind of loved it. it. It really
2: worked. I was curious what you thought because I didn't like it. And the reason I didn't like it, there was something weird and false. It hit just a false note. And I thought there's this weird thing of equating World War One with what they're going through because we haven't really ever seen anything that similar in this war. World War One is kind sort of remembered from this horrific trench warfare. That's not what we've been seeing with these guys. I just thought, it's like, yeah, it's just the same thing. Here's this quote for World War One, And I just thought, I don't know I if you, I don't think you guys have earned that.
1: I think they're just trying to, to pull out the truth aspect, though. Because, and we'll get into it, but, like, the, the help that they get. Like, maybe, I don't know. Or yeah, like the, I, I get it. Chicks, I just like, think. Fly by them and don't. It, I just engage. think
0: maybe two on the nose. I don't know.
1: Oh, yeah, probably.
0: But. I don't know. I, I, I see where you're coming from. But for me, I actually enjoyed it. Like, it was some good footage. I thought Wang's reading was, like, appropriately dramatic. set up dramatic. It a Christmas episode. Set up so a Christmas I was excited. episode. I liked it. I, I ended up liking it. I agree. It was definitely a bit cheesy and maybe out of character for the show. But I I enjoyed the little opening. <laughs> It was a nice change of pace. There's a
1: lot of cheesy things. Either way, it takes
2: us into what I thought was the best looking uh, space battle the show has done so far. It was pretty cool. That's what I thought.
0: Absolutely. They start off mid-space battle. Uh, We've got them on a transport ship. They're not flying their hammerheads. They're on a transport ship. They're sort of manning the guns inside of it. Hawks has become a real uh, one-liner guy, or he's got nicknames for everybody. I believe in this one. Do you know what he yells at the Chigs? No. What does he say? As he's firing, he yells bend over chiggy man does he really i don't even remember that I Do you don't remember, remember
1: that either. no no
0: bend over chiggy man but
1: keep in mind that i really this is the first time that i'm actually getting to know who characters are because i didn't know what was happening in episode. i had a better idea in retrospect of first episode that we watched but it was really here that i was like oh look at their names okay i know who this is this guy's a thing or so i didn't i didn't notice that i was just figuring getting too vomitous from the spinning
0: yeah that is what happens is one of the chigs ships basically damages one of their thrusters and the ship kind of falls into a spin but they for what feels an interminable amount of time like two or three minutes they're just spinning the actual camera so i actually felt nauseous yeah. watching the show and
1: also the cutaway to the opening credits which are hilarious by the way yeah we, like, i don't know just, if we've ever talked I don't know about if it we've talked about it but like, they're terrible it's it's great like that some of those shots is like like Vanson like kind of like crouched on the rock and uh, I don't know that was great and then it goes back to spinning. I'm like it's never this whole episode is going to be spinning.
0: It's true. They really like they actually are taking the camera and spinning it 360 mm-hmm. degrees really quickly. They're not
1: moving the set.
0: <laughs> oh maybe they are.
1: This is a really it's high on on, Yeah it's high on budget. a gimbal. It's just like it's going. A- yeah. I don't think that's what a gimbal does. Gimbal shakes it this way. Not that you can tell from a radio podcast. (laughs) What I just did there.
2: Courtney has just actually done cartwheels throughout (laughs) the room. It's amazing to see.
0: But they do finally stabilize the ship and like end this spinning. And the idea is they've almost run out of fuel, run out of fuel. The environmental systems are damaged. Basically, they're floating dead in space. And all of that, and you won't believe it, but you there, guest. What day is it?
1: Christmas. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. It turns Christmas at like they're talking about it. And she's like, it's time.
0: I haven't missed it. The spirit did it all in one night. Yeah.
1: Nothing. <laughs> is that on the show? No. You're just being weird? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, that I like. Give it to him. Give it to him. Um But yeah, it's it's twelve minutes after like midnight, so it's Christmas yeah. morning now. Yeah. You're a hundred percent correct. And didn't it feel it felt like
2: the episode took a weird turn at this point. Yeah, because they're like, spinning. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'll give you that one. That's pretty good, Courtney. Um the it took a turn in terms of the tone of the episode. I thought changed quite a bit, and maybe it was again. Maybe it was just me. You didn't feel that way. Well, I, don't think so. I feel like it just only went like now it's Christmas, and like let's never stop talking about Christmas. Well,
1: I will say, and I feel like you might have mentioned this in earlier things, but like it felt very religious this episode. Like yeah. all over it. Like I don't know, if faith and religion know, it's, it's is a big. It, it had thing some real the waves whole, The whole show, or it's yeah. because it's a Christmas episode.
2: It reminded me of um, very similar to when the X Files did that. The sort of uh kind of underlying tones of Catholicism that kind of would be brought up every now and then with Scully and the idea of
1: Yeah, she was uh, religious.
2: F- yeah, faith and the and the, the feelings and thoughts behind that. This was a little
0: clumsier in
1: a oh, in a 100%. in a
0: weird way. I don't even know how I feel, but it was just it was oddly executed. I mean, it's a Christmas episode and yeah. they're going to be very on the nose about religion in it, which is you're right, unusual for this show. Yeah. It definitely has not been a plot point up till now
2: you know what it actually reminded okay. me a little bit of was that harsh realm episode or what's his face remember what's the face with the bomb what is the guy's name john jimmy tutu what was the main characters in that show name i
1: don't know yeah.
2: hobbs hobbs was john uh hobbs. yeah he uh, remember the episode he suddenly got like really religious for one episode it felt a little bit like that like as kind of ham-fisted
0: well that's i, I think this is the premise of this episode because yeah. it is a Christmas episode.
1: And they don't start like that. They find the faith, which is...
2: And let me mention one thing. It's Christmas in what time zone? They're in space. Are they on Eastern time?
1: Yeah, they got to pick something. Otherwise, time wouldn't mean anything.
2: Exactly.
0: (laughs) Just be a jerk. Nailed them, Jordan. (laughs) Nailed it. Yeah,
1: that's the thing you're going to hold on to. This this is what you're angry about. Yeah. Yeah. No. I think we can allow the time thing.
0: They're floating in dead in space. They're uh, crossing the... uh, what do they call it? The Aradonis constellation, the river of stars, mm. floating through no man's land toward the Chig front lines. Back on the Saratoga, McQueen's watching the transport ships come back and How he's sort of panicking because he's not seeing the 58th return.
1: It was the way they shot that.
0: With his hands?
1: Oh man, it was so drawn out and very cheesy. Like, I kind of loved it because I like that character. But really, he's like counting on his fingers. He's like, oh, no, not again. I've lost <laughs> them again. It is
0: true. He, did he just literally just them.
1: lost them last week. He's not a very good commander. Yeah.
0: Well, it's not the, his fault. No, I know
1: it's not the, his the problem fault. Is of course it's the, not his fault. The problem is they suck. Yeah, I know. Well, he's, he's, he's hitched his uh, wagon to the wrong star. <laughs> um, very I, tri- good. I, I tried for something. It didn't that was, work. That was, I liked it. Didn't it didn't work. All right but I did think it was cheesy.
0: He sort of walks around the ship now asking the people coming back if they've seen what happened to the 58th. He actually talks to these two Marines who just got back who uh, <laughs> do this great uh, comedy bit about what's left and what's right. Yeah, that was weird, right? Do you got, Do you remember this? Uh... He stops these two Marines and he's like, Dude, did you see what happened to the ship the 58th was on? And one of them is like, yeah, the chick shot them and damaged their left propulsion. No, it was their right, their propulsion. No, it was their left propulsion. Mm, I think it might have been their right. He's like, well, they're dead. And he's like, no, the transmission came in after they were shot. They went left then. No, they went right. I know. And they just went back and forth about okay, left okay. and right. Yeah. And then at the end, he's like, he's like, McQueen stops them. He's just like, where's your CO? And they both point in opposite directions. Yeah. It was like suddenly a Laurel and Hardy bit in the middle of an yeah. episode. I... I Love those two characters doing their little uh little left and right. Thing. Do you think they'll be back? And no one comes back. Yeah. I'm learning.
1: How big is the ship that they're all on? Like the battle like what's this how big how many people do you think are on the Saratoga?
0: A lot.
1: Like a thousand? More. Really? Like do you it's think like there's all- more than
0: a thousand people in it? Let me put it this way. This episode, we learn they have a bowling. Well, alley. I was
1: gonna talk it's about that. Huge. That's the first time you heard about that. They eh? have a
0: medical. They have a whole hospital well, wing. They of have course, they alley. should have
1: a hospital wing, but I don't they're, think they need a bowling alley. They're
0: growing flowers. Yeah, there's a lot of space on this ship. I hear. Yeah, well, like... we found at one time there's
2: like a, a like a whole chef team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a mess. There's a janitor well, squad.
1: Well, there's certain things that make sense. You need these things, but you don't need a bowling alley.
0: We'll get into it later, All but right, I have a sorry. lot of questions about Van- Vanson
2: alley. also feels you don't need a
0: bowling alley. <gasps> well,
1: okay, we're giving away too much. Let's not jump ahead, guys. <laughs> Cut that. We'll put it at the end. I'm editing for you already.
0: Thank you. After this little comedy bit, McQueen checks in with Commodore Ross and basically asks to send it a search party so he can go find his once-again lost 58th. Um, and even actually Vanson comments on this when she says... We're on our own. Won't be the first time. Like, yeah. they're pretty aware also. They've kind of been to this place a few times before in the writing of the show. Mm-hmm. But back on the damaged ship with the 58th, the temperature is dropping. The windows are frosting up. It's getting very festive on the ship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, Courtney, you kind of mentioned this earlier. Three Chig ships fly up on the damaged uh, transport. And they kind of fly around and they're sure they're going to get killed now. But they uh, leave them alone. It's mm-hmm. kind of a minor Christmas miracle. They weren't destroyed.
1: Well, they never talk about that again, really. Right? Like, there's no reason.
0: No, it's a bit of a mystery as to why they wouldn't have. Okay. And it'll come up a little later, yeah, I guess. Absolutely. Um, but that is kind of leaves them with this question of like, what are they going to do now that they've been abandoned? Even by the chigs out there, they won't even get killed in an easy fashion. So since they're going to die anyway... Vanson starts handing out the Christmas gifts she got for the whole team. And I thought that was
2: actually a cute, like, sweet scene. It was. And, she, she, and I thought it was it was done pretty well because in, into her character, she was still being kind of gruff with it, but she's like, yeah, fine, I got your presents, stupid
0: idiot, sort of thing. And I, I like I already
1: that. had them. They were on the yeah. ship kind of thing. I mean, she I even had it.
0: them for the random crew we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Well, she, and, she's and, like the
1: boss, right? Like, yeah. She's like their boss. I liked her. I didn't like her that much in the first episode that I watched because she just yelled a lot. But, um... I like she's very sweet.
0: She's good. She's a good character. When they when they give her something to do, she works very, very
2: well. Yeah. Yeah. Do we do you have the list of all the uh, uh, all the gifts
0: they gave? I'm I, sure you do, Luke. I do. Well, I'm going to get them into one second because I'm going to like okay. talk a little bit about Christmas now. Hawks is very confused by these gifts. And he admits for the first time that as an in vitro, I guess there's an in vitro school they're supposed to go to. But he dropped out of in vitro school. So he never learned about Christmas. I know what they're going for, and it's, okay, you get a little of his character. But also,
2: he's been living in the world. He must have picked up some things along the way. Like, there's got to be other sources of information in one's life other than what you learn in a classroom. So I thought it was a little bit far-fetched, but it but was it was a, it was a cute a idea. I know. You have was... someone
1: that cared about him enough to give him a gift.
2: I know. I, learned... I, I get the point of it. It just, I don't know if it, it makes sense. He only
0: learned stuff on the street, Jordan. There's no Christmas on the street.
1: No. Yeah,
2: the School of Hard Knocks. Right. Exactly.
0: And this is where it suddenly takes a very religious turn because they start explaining to him what Christmas is. It's not the general like, oh, it's a time for you and your family. They're like, it is the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Have well, you accepted him into your heart? Well,
2: that's Okay, that's not exactly what it is, but what it, it, it was a weird thing that <laughs> mm-hmm. they would say that would be what they first go to. But I actually found Wang really annoying because, look, it's, it's weird to go like, what's Christmas about? Well, have you heard about Jesus Christ? Like, that's weird. But he just won't stop being like interjecting and cutting things up and it just reminded me of like can you imagine actually having a conversation with someone and then another person's like but it's dumb but it's dumb it's like okay we get it just calm down for two seconds
0: courtney do you know anyone like that in your life
1: oh the just interact yeah (laughs) i was like you're talking about yourself a little bit you interject all the time and say things are dumb it's pretty funny Look at look at Luke's no. so proud right now <laughs> they're trying not to talk over each other because they did that the whole time I was here last time if anyone remembers but uh, no yeah. comment no comment I mean in a loving way obviously but I um, don't
2: think I'm as annoying as Wang was here there's no way
1: it was a little forceful but they had to get through it really quickly because he had to have a whole 360 uh, conversion to get on board by the end of the episode
2: Luke's very amused at this <laughs> I'm really not amused is. at all he really is. I don't like this
0: mirror being put up
2: towards
1: me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but, Jordan, I guess to your point, you're right. Uh, it was a little obnoxious for sure. Wang is playing a Scrooge, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's not even that he... I didn't even
1: catch that. That's exactly what he's doing.
0: Yeah, he's bah-humming all over the place. And it's funny because it's not even that he's saying... And he does in this, he kind of is just like, oh, it was also, uh, what is it, Saturnalia. It was also a Roman pagan holiday. Right. But in reality, he actually believes in that christmas story he's just been kind of because of the war his his faith has been tested right yeah. so he's he's a bit of a bah humbug here although it is fun when they're describing the christmas story the like literal jesus christmas story to hawks and they're talking about how jesus was born there was an immaculate conception she he had no parents and uh hawks is like jesus was it in vitro i know and it's like it's like hawks how stupid are you
2: am i right
1: I don't know. He's like very Hawks. Sweet. Hawks. I like
2: Hawks. Him and Vanson are by far my two favorite characters on this show. And I like what they're doing with him. This sort of He's become this sort of emotionless, not emotionless, but that sort of data character or spot character. That,
0: so that you can, you Explain know, he's always explaining something.
2: And I like that. But it just was like,
0: come on, man. I mean, it is a little funny. But it's a good, I like that. It was a good joke that he would think Jesus is a certain feature. Yeah, it was all right. A fun, a fun twist. And Wang would be there being no, like,
2: no, he's not. He's
1: just Wang, like though, me. To, to, overall on this episode, like I haven't seen him at all really. And I was like, he's pretty funny. And like, he's just trying to do his thing. Like he seemed yeah. like the most real. I don't like, know why he is necessarily in the army specifically. Who Wang? Yeah. He just, it's, you know, just war. war.
2: He had a lot of cockroaches in his bed when he was a kid.
1: Ugh, gross.
0: <laughs> Good callback. Thanks. But yeah, that kind of just establishes where we are and kind of what the stakes are going to be is, is Wang needs to get his Christmas spirit back. That's sort of the setup yeah, of this premise. Yeah. And now I will do, I will get into it as asked. Vanson gives everyone their gift and let's, other than Wang, who won't open his gift because he is scrooging it up, who, who gets what?
1: Hawks gets a Sex Pistol CD.
0: Yeah, it's real nice.
1: Um... The other girl got a, a engraved knife.
0: Yeah, an engraved combat knife. D- two of them get engraved? Yeah. Weapon. One of the nobodies also yeah. got an engraved Again, this
1: is. knife. I think this is why I thought there was another person, person that was yeah. a char- another female character, because I think it was a female character that got a gun. Uh, Wes got socks They <laughs> put on his hands immediately. Which
2: which was my favorite part of the episode, because Vanson burns him so bad. By
1: getting him socks.
2: Not only, but th- why does she give him socks, Luke? I believe she
0: says... You're hard to shop for?
2: Yeah, but why is he hard to shop for? What does she say? I'm, I am not sure. She so, goes, she says to him, you're really hard to shop for because all you ever talk about is your girlfriend. I and did, it, so he yeah. and so she and, and that's why he storms off because mm-hmm. and then she, she storms off because he goes in a little huff. And then she's like, I shouldn't have said that. It came out the wrong way. But she's not wrong.
1: And also... Am I wrong in the fact that he could hear them through his headset while they talked about yeah, him? Yeah,
2: they kind of forgot that they had like it was
0: like an open f- mic problem. They forgot. Oh, you think it was on purpose?
1: I don't know, but I was just like, poor guy. The it's first time I had any like felt bad for him, I'm like, he's just sitting there like. Well, they being didn't a say anything baby. too bad about him. No, it's all true.
0: I wasn't gonna get to this at all, but we'll do it really quick here. Is there's a minor B plot here, where the rest of the squad through this open mic talks about how. They're all marine material, but it's weird. West is here. He just joined to get his girlfriend back and like, is he really part of the squad? And they decide, even in that open mic thing that he is, he's just a little different from them. It was a very odd aside to finally get into that idea. Mm-hmm. But it was it was a brief moment where West kind of had to confront the idea that he hasn't been maybe playing with the squad like on the same team. He's right. kind of been running off on his own all too much. Which, which he has. That's which kind is of been totally. his thing through the whole thing is that he keeps leaving. He keeps leaving and he always has his own agenda. Yeah. So, as we go through this episode, a big part of how we get information or beats have been happening is their radio is damaged, so it can't send out transmissions, but it can still receive them. And uh, it receives <laughs> a few very important transmissions. I'll go through a, couple, a few of them here. Uh, one uh, McQueen, while trying to raise their Christmas spirits, he uh, plays them the audio, as mentioned in the summary, from the Apollo 8. It's a Christmas message from the 1968 they sent back to Earth, which is also uh, quite churchy in mm-hmm. tone, mm-hmm. which leads to the general churchiness of this Christmas episode. The next one I'm going to bring up is Commodore Ross gets on his guitar and oh, plays them a little Christmas song. Amazing. I was glad his guitar came back. This is uh, the is second that? time we've seen it.
1: Oh, yeah. Only oh, the first time he had better. his shirt off.
0: Really? I wish, I wish he had taken his shirt off to do it. Yeah, time.
2: he was wearing an undershirt, but he oh. had his, But he was all like,
0: you know, Oof. off hours. It's time to break loose. Break loose. Van he's, Morrison or whatever he's he plays. Like,
1: what's he's his the, role?
0: He runs the Saratoga. Yeah,
1: that's what I thought. Okay, that yeah. makes sense.
0: And um, probably most important of all, they pick up an old TV show theme over the radio. And the theme song to the 60s Batman yep. plays over the radio. That was my favorite part. You know what irritated me about that?
2: No one knew what Batman was. I'm like, there's no way you're not going to know who Batman is. In
0: the future, everyone knows who Jerry Lewis is, but no one remembers who Batman is. I know. Come on.
1: But the new Batman, it's just to play devil's advocate. Like, the ones that are current, they don't have that theme. That's definitely from, like, we're talking over 100 years old, Yeah, but he he has to
0: describe who Batman is. Oh, like, the
1: character. Yeah, they they
0: literally do not know who Batman is. Yeah,
1: I guess that's true. It was funny, though. I enjoyed the little... And he's like, I
0: think it's about a bat and I think it's about a bird. And yeah. I'm like, All right, West, go away. Well, it's funny because he claims he's seen the show and he thinks it's about a bat and a bird. Like, listen, if you'd seen Batman, you'd know what it was about. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. The really big thing that happens comes to the radio is uh, a signal comes through the radio that our uh, dear friend and uh, Scrooge of this episode, Wang, picks up. Or uh, as a brief moment coming up here, Hawks refers to him as uh, wanger. does he really he's full of nicknames this episode he's like hey wanger what's wrong what'd you pick up on the radio Uh oh that's funny uh but what comes over the radio is a mysterious code and hidden in the code is uh some sort of instructions because there's a comet passing by and it's giving them telemetry data that they can use to hitch a ride on the comet
1: this has been done before this isn't something before not the, the the data but like going behind a comet is that, is that from something I know that in, uh, that like in one, of one of the, the Star Wars movies? I think in
2: Star Trek 4 they used is the gravitational the, pull Is
1: that the one with the whales? Yeah. That's the only one I've seen. Yeah, so maybe so, that's what I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah,
2: they use the is it the, uh, gravitational yes. pull of the earth to spin them into the past? It was something like that, right? Yeah, it could
0: be. It's I a bit I,
1: of a Yeah, maybe that's not what I'm thinking of, but I do remember that the whale episode.
2: What were the whales named in Star Trek 4? God, who knows? George and Gracie.
1: That's, well, good for you.
0: Okay. I would never got that.
2: No. no. George Burns and Gracie Allen. That's his name after.
1: That's hilarious. I don't know who those people are either.
2: <laughs> you don't know who George Burns is?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. And
2: Gracie Allen. Yeah, they were the glasses. comedy
1: team, and then yeah. he
0: got really
2: old.
1: Yeah. And then they bought I just died. picture him with his glasses. Okay, Sorry.
0: But yes, it's it's a bit of a miracle. Like this mysterious mm-hmm. message arrives, Wang intercepts it. He's kind of getting his faith back because where could this uh, signal come from that happened to show this comet that just happens to be passing by them with the exact data they need to like get pulled into its orbit to drag them back to friendly space.
1: And also just to know that it was coming because like they didn't know it was there until he knew that there was even a problem. So
2: the answer, of course, is Jesus Christ.
1: It's not a chig. It's not another kind of alien.
0: Well, speaking about where the message comes from, Wang does say it didn't feel like it was from a human yeah. when he receives it. And I took that to mean like maybe uh, it was either from Jesus Christ or perhaps a mysterious other alien race yeah. that exists. But when the message kind of gets relayed to Commodore Ross and McQueen, they immediately know it is a chig message. Like the chigs oh. have yeah. sent this message to the ship.
1: Oh, I missed that.
0: So for some reason,
2: the Chigs also know it's Christmas. And uh, they're trying to give a little helping hand for some reason.
0: That's what they've implied, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The uh, Chigs are giving them the opportunity to get back to friendly space. That's that's exactly what's implied by that. So they have to do a few things to get ready. There's a bit of a spacewalk where Wing has to fix one of the uh, thrusters. And before he does that, West wants to give him some good luck to build up his faith so he gives him his girl the locket with a picture of his girlfriend in it which is kind of like here take this this will give you what you need to survive out there or something yeah i, I don't know why anyone would want that locket I guess it was just it was just to show that they're all on the same team. Right. He he supports Wang. Can well, yeah. you imagine though? You get it, but like I don't
2: want this stupid but it, thing. But
1: it's the thing that means the most to him, so it right. is pretty simple. You know whether it means nothing to you, it's just like that act is very self. It's very meaningful.
0: It's a good. Yeah. It's a Christmas gift. Yeah. In fact, when Wang gets back in, he finally opens Vanson's gift, which is. Oh
1: wait wait! Can we just speak about this for a second? Yep. Not only when he gets back in, when there's seventy seconds before. They have to, uh, you know, do this very
0: dangerous maneuver.
1: maneuver. Um, he opens it up and it's Romeo and Juliet. Is that the right play? It's definitely uh, Shakespeare sonnets or poetry.
0: Yeah, I'm not 100% sure I either. think it is
1: Romeo and Juliet.
2: You know, what's funny. I didn't catch what it was. And then I just thought, eh, Luke will tell me.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Um, they talk about. Oh, I wish I had it now because I was going to look it up, but I also thought you guys would have that already. So we'll No, I it mean, it is a book of poetry, I but think. But it's so funny. But Shakespeare. Yeah, I re- and I remembered you guys saying that he liked Shakespeare uh, in earlier episodes, so that also helped me pick up on that.
0: That's interesting, yeah. That shows that Vanson likes that. But Vanson has shown to have a interest in poetry before, too. So it's a weird... I was just like, oh, mm-hmm. she's really giving him something because she's quoted poetry to him before. Mm-hmm. It, it really... Batman's dead in the future, but poetry, big time important. Yeah. Well, yeah. the
1: timing was just just made me laugh so hard. It's like, oh wait a second, yes, I'm gonna open this, and then I'm gonna read some of it out loud to the group.
2: He thinks he may, they may not make it through it, and mm-hmm. so he wants to open the gift before he dies. Mm-hmm. And then yes, we read poetry, and and we're off. But we know they're not gonna die because there's more episodes, you know.
0: And it's a Christmas episode. It'd be so sad if no, they died. Yeah, that episode. would be sad. But yeah, it, they get behind the ship. You kind of get a shot of the comet flying and it's dragging their little transport behind it and they're they're rescued by a party from the Saratoga so they're saved in the end of the day
1: and then they get to go back to party
0: Yeah, oh. they get to go back to the crew Christmas party on the Saratoga. And that was nice. That was a nice little moment.
1: I like the little blue uh, aftershave hooch that they were drinking.
0: It's true. They said they someone on the ship brewed scotch out of aftershave
1: it's blue
2: it's a yeah, bright blue it's not how you make scotch i don't know how that works but anyway there's in that, the future
1: you use scotch to shave your face yeah hmm. there's a funny line earlier on as well that i wrote down that uh, mcqueen says to like some drunk guy when they're trying to like figure out who's gonna go out he says there are men and women out there that will never get a chance to have a hangover again if you don't get those white dots focused yeah, he's
2: very he's very intense. Yeah, I actually wrote that he's a terrible uh, uh, comedy audience member. He's just always angry all the time. <laughs> I wonder who that's like.
1: And I have a, I have a question. Well, we'll get to. It. I'll ask it at the end because I I feel like it might be a spoiler if um to other episodes. But we'll ask after we finish this. I want to talk about the gifts, Hawk's gifts. That's where we're at, right?
0: So. What we're seeing at the Christmas party is everyone's kind of like showing the lessons they've learned. And because Hawks didn't know about Christmas, he didn't know about giving gifts, so he's gone out and gotten a gift for Vanson to show his gratitude for the CD she he mm-hmm. got her. That he didn't get to listen to. She got to. him. She got him. Thank you. Uh, what what was the uh, gift, Courtney?
1: It was a gift certificate to go to the bowling alley, which apparently she thinks is for dweebs. But she didn't tell him that. She said she was really happy. That's
0: right. She got a
1: bowling she f- alley certificate? It
0: with shoe rental yeah but here's the thing you have to pay for the bowling alley on the ship that's weird right
1: yeah it should be if it's there it should just be free
0: that was my question too i'm like why do they force the crew of the ship to pay to go bowling alley
1: i sort of took it as you know when you're a kid and you make your mom a gift certificate for mother's day that says i'm gonna do the dishes i'm gonna take you to the park
0: like, yeah, it was, it was definitely one definitely of those. It's definitely meant
1: to that. So I don't think cash is right, a thing, right, right. really. It was just a really sweet thing. But here's a question I had. Again, not really. It would have been maybe a little weird. But is there like a romantic inclination with these guys? I was sort of picking up on that.
0: They teased it really early on but have not gone back to it.
1: Because I was surprised. Because you would normally think that the leader of the crew and the hot Wes character would hook up because his girlfriend is dead but obviously they're not going there which well, i'm happy not with dead. i know i'm just they they've I'm yeah they joking. hinted
2: at it early on and they kind of made it seem like there might be a um uh,
1: is this Hawk a, a little uh what do you call it love Like triangle. Tri- love
2: triangle excuse me thank you but they've they've kind of went away from it pretty Good. quick so this is the first time it's sort of come back where it's
1: very sweet yeah it,
2: and it was done in a sweet way it didn't seem like a romantic thing more of a, a friend friend sort of
0: thing yeah yeah after Hawks gives Vanson this gift certificate to the bowling alley and West takes Hawks aside and you kind of hinted at this but like he explains to Hawks that Vanson thinks bowling's stupid. why, why is West why is West rooting his Christmas
2: I know, for? I know, I thought him? the same thing. He's a thing. dick. <laughs> yeah. No, here's what here's what we like. No one likes West and it did seem like the reason he was doing it was to undercut what had just happened? Like, oh, they're getting along. I'm gonna get in and like say something to ruin it because it was like, why would you ever do that to
0: someone? Like, he's just, like he he's, was
1: jealous. Yeah, it was. He's dumb. like, I didn't, I didn't get her a gift. I'm a jerk. Maybe
0: that's what it's. I mean, they, they soften it because then Hawks is like, oh, did I mess up? And he's like, no, you did good, buddy. And mm-hmm. kind of picks Hawks up. But I was like, why, why even do that? West, you're mean. Yeah. But after kind of this interaction, Wayne comes back to return the locket with his girlfriend's picture that West had given him for luck. And Wes tells him to keep it. It's his gift to Wang. I mean, first of all, let's let's unpack the idea that Wang would want to keep this locket picture of his girlfriend. Like, I get the sentiment, but but what is Wang going to do with it? Well, it's lonely in space.
1: Oh, gross. Wes is in the photo, too. It's not just him. Yeah.
0: And? All right. All right. All right.
1: (laughs) What? I've missed something, but okay, let's keep going. You didn't miss anything. <laughs> yeah, you, did. you didn't miss anything.
0: <laughs> but you're right. It's not the end of this Locket's journey because within the 10 seconds Wang is now in ownership of this Locket. He turns around, walks up to McQueen and says, This is for you. And he re-gifts the Locket of West girlfriend to McQueen. Yeah, what what was happening I, there? I will,
1: you know what it is. I I actually wrote this down because I actually thought it was quite lovely. Because they say, like it's it's about knowing that there's somebody out there that's not going to give up on you. So he is their constant that's always going to like send out those ships and be there for him. He's the one that keeps looking and being there. So he's that he's there because they say that the the locket is about knowing that something is always going to be there. And so he gives it to Queen as a, as a sentiment from the crew to say, you are the are a locket.
0: It is interesting, though. I and mean, you're right, Courtney. That is the sentiment. And we Which are I being very glib nice. about it. It is a nice sentiment. And it's kind of interesting. And I don't know if this is the case, but it feels like they're putting that girlfriend subplot maybe behind West a little bit now by him sort of Getting giving that, of that up to be part of the team.
1: Can I ask a question just like in terms of where this gets placed in the series? How many episodes do they do? Is it 22?
0: 23 so we are literally at the halfway halfway point point.
1: she might come back and she'll marry mcqueen and wes will kill himself it will be fine
0: that's some episode
2: that's a rough ending it's
0: it's a wedding episode but also suicide i just wanted to make one side note because this is something that we've seen in a couple episodes before this and was brought up but there's actually a couple like very Sweet moments between McQueen and Commodore Ross, where they're like looking at a winter together. Mm-hmm. At some point, he comforts him yeah, when he they thinks it's each other going. A lot. I'm really gonna ship them now. I I want them to be a couple. Yeah,
2: I I had a theory earlier on oh, that really? I think they're in a in a couple. I don't think they are, but they sort of have a relationship that seems like it's a a very plausible thing that they're in a
0: relationship.
2: Hmm. Like a I, romantic relationship.
0: I want them to be now and I, and I know they're probably not going that way in 95. Yeah, but like in
1: 95 probably. Those
0: two actors have a strong chemistry together. Their scenes together are good. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's it for that episode. It is a fairly basic, straightforward Christmas episode kind of giving you everything you want. And uh, as it closes on a shot of space, we get some text on the screen that says... From the cast and crew of space above and beyond, peace. How'd you like that, Jordan? I didn't.
1: I didn't like it either. <laughs> I didn't
0: either. It, we, I've I've seen many Christmas episodes. It's
1: about I, war, this show.
0: I don't think I've ever seen... Have you ever seen the cast and crew wish you a Merry Christmas at the end of a Christmas episode? Not that I remember.
1: I feel like... I mean, that didn't seem that weird to me, to be honest. Maybe, like, that, maybe seen, the Waltons. But like I don't know.
0: It was very, it was an odd, odd choice that they would wish us all I thought personally. they were going to
1: tell us somebody had died in real life. Christmas. You know, that's usually where they put it, you know? Yeah, remembering, oh, of,
2: remember, remembering yeah. fingers, the grip, you know? <laughs>
0: they always get nicknames.
1: Oh, I don't want to meet a grip named Fingers. Um, we'll
0: get some final thoughts on the ratings now. Uh, this is something I had seen online earlier, but I think it was probably on the Reddit for uh, Space Bum Beyond. But I'm, I'm quite sure I saw that the, someone out there watches this s- exact episode every christmas with his brother it's a it's a tradition that's sweet i guess so so, this really affected some people this episode
1: i mean there's a lot of nice moments and like sentiment behind it it's not
0: exactly a christmas classic
2: though i agree with you i think there's some nice moments but that does not an episode make
1: well and again this is me following that last episode and also following listening to this amazing show you guys have been talking about for like six weeks
2: (laughs) yeah these weren't, too, these weren't the strong episodes. Yeah,
1: because why would you give me good episodes?
2: I mean, they I'm weren't the ki- worst episodes. I'm
1: just
0: kidding. <laughs> yeah. All right. They well, fine. The they Obviously, weren't the worst. They weren't.
1: My, my scores are pretty favorable.
0: Everyone actually. had very varied opinions on mm-hmm. these episodes. Yeah. Uh, we'll start with uh, you, Courtney. What do you want to give Stay With The Dead?
1: Five and a half.
0: Five and a half. Um, and only
1: because I was comparing it to Harsh Realm. And I'm pretty sure I might have rated one of their episodes the same. And it was still probably better than harsh realm. Oh,
2: burn on harsh realm.
0: Harsh realm was pretty still, awful. Still giving this the same rank. Yeah,
1: well, I know, but uh, this wasn't very good either.
0: Um, and uh, my dear friend Wanger, what are you gonna give? Three, three. I, I, you
1: hated it. I, I hated this episode. Yeah. And again,
2: I'm like, it's at least fifty percent me. I just, but I just, I just didn't think anything. in This episode worked, and I didn't care. And it felt like a clip show that was minus the clips.
0: I uh, stay with the dead. I'm going to give a six. I uh, didn't hate it as much as everyone else. I thought it was an improvement on the exact same format of the mm-hmm. one where they were had fears, but much better executed. And then that brings us to the Christmas episode, River of Stars.
1: Seven and a half.
0: Seven and a half. Very nice. Five. <laughs> Five. Uh, I'm going to give it a six. I didn't love it. It was a little too preachy for me.
1: I just finally could understand who people were. It was easy to sort of follow. As they, somebody that got, got dropped into the show blind, because I had heard characters and plot points, like it was much more enjoyable to watch it because I could understand it. There was nothing too crazy about it.
2: Are I you- just hope more episodes. I want them to go on like a fun adventure. I, I, I like the show much less when they're dour and it's gritty military episodes. I don't think the show works as well. I think it's more fun when... I don't know. Do they go on fun adventures? They're going doing something. Was
1: there an episode that I missed that there's a fun adventure?
2: I don't know. Was there a fun adventure? Just, I just, there I feel was like. one Jordan I, loved. I feel like these were. Is that
1: when he got it, gave it an eight? Yeah. Yeah, that I was a I good watch one. watch that episode.
2: Yeah, it was good. It was the second part of an episode. Anyways, I just, I felt one was a little dour and one was a little preachy and I was like, man, eh, all right. Let's see what else you got.
0: Fair enough. I'm not going to uh, besmirch you for your opinion. This N- not for my opinion. <laughs> Just for your personality.
2: Yeah, apparently. That's all right, buddy. That's all right. I'm gonna go home and cry later. No, At least won't.
0: Courtney didn't reprimand you for what you'd say about women this time. Oh yeah, okay, all right.
1: No, you were pretty good this episode. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, there's because there's hardly any women in. The-
0: no. all right. That's, that's, that's all I'm ever doing. It's oh, all in good fun. I'm be,
1: kidding. Like you were fine. There's nothing wrong on this episode.
0: This is the most female representation in any show we've yeah. ever had. It really is, isn't it?
1: Like, they actually in Rolls of Power, too, which is interesting.
0: Yeah. Vance is more interesting than
1: oh.
2: almost all the characters. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: All right, guys. So, next week, we're going to take a little breather from Space from Beyond. Since we're halfway through the series right now, we're going to take a pause, watch a failed pilot TV movie for the Roddenberry classic, Genesis 2. Yeah, the classic that no one remembers. Yeah.
1: Is there a Genesis 1?
0: <laughs> i don't think so as we'll learn next week probably not <laughs> in the meantime if you want to email us and ask some questions about this or any other shows we watch you can get a hold of us at continuumdrag at gmail.com and of course follow us on twitter and instagram at continuum where we're always posting more information about these shows with images and little gifts and things courtney thank you so much for coming in again thanks for having me And Jordan, great to see you, as always. What was that expression uh, that What's-His-Face had about the chigs bending over? Chiggy man? Yeah, bend over, chiggy man. That's how we should end this. All right. Well, thanks for coming in, everybody. And we'll see you all, or hear you all, fuck, every time. I can never do an end. Bend over, chiggy man. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Continuum Drag is recorded at Astro Lab Studios in Toronto, Ontario. Theme music by James Rickseidler. Produced by Jordan Delick and Luke Black. Special thanks to Adam Wheatner, Jeff Hanley, and Dwayne Wright.